0: Welcome to the Crash Course Marketing Academy podcast. If you're thinking of starting a small business, you're already running one, or you're responsible for marketing a small business, you've come to the right place. Join us weekly as Crash Course Marketing Academy founder, Gayla Zoes, helps you make sense of today's mind-boggling array of marketing options. So sit back, relax, and get ready to cut through the confusion because the Crash Course Marketing Academy podcast is starting now.
1: Hey everybody, Gayla here. Welcome to episode 23 of the Crash Course Marketing Academy podcast. This week is a marketing 101 week, and you know what that means. I'll be interviewing someone I know who offers marketing-related products, services, or advice. The goal is for you to learn the basics so you can be a smart buyer of those services. Today's episode is about social media. It's everywhere and we all need to use it. Now, a lot of small business owners know what social media is, but I think it's safe to say that not every business owner is a confident user of social media and even fewer are effective users. That's why I wanted to bring Casey King Redmond on the podcast Casey is the owner of Cincy Marketing Maven, a Cincinnati, Ohio-based marketing consulting firm that does a lot of social media work for small businesses. I've known Casey for decades, and she has the right idea about how to best leverage social media. What I think you'll find most interesting about this conversation is that it highlights an important truth about marketing one that is often overlooked. I'm not going to tell you what that important truth is right now. You'll have to listen to find out. So let's listen in. Well, hello, Casey. How are you?
2: I'm wonderful. How are you, Gayla?
1: Doing well. Thanks so much for, for joining us today. Let's start off with a little information about you for our listeners. Tell us about your social media background and how you got to where you are today.
2: Okay. So I started working with social media circa 2007 when I was working in a marketing communications department at an electronics distribution company. Um, Facebook had been founded you know, in 2004, really started to overtake my space around 2007. Um, and companies were really starting to see it as a way to reach out to people. And, you know Twitter launched in 06 um, and people started seeing that as a way you know for brands to reach out. I was the PR specialist at this company <laughs> and my manager was like, hey figure these things out and how to use them to market our company. So um, I had been using MySpace for my own personal um, use. And uh, a younger coworker was like, you need to sign up for Facebook. So I did that and started, you know, figuring that out. And it was kind of a, you know, learn as you go situation. Um, prior to that, email, web display ads, Google ads, that was as far as companies had been going for digital marketing. Um, after that, I, you know, moved to another company as a PR specialist, then another company as a marketing manager, then another one as a marketing director, and along the way, you know, built up my marketing communications experience through email marketing, more social media digital advertising and PR to help build all those businesses. And I even acted as a marketing coach for a startup incubator for like three years during that time, helping businesses decide things like what platform their website should be on, uh, what their URL should be for their company, giving numerous Twitter tutorials. You know, they would say, (laughs) what's a hashtag? (laughs) Um, And helping them develop marketing strategies for the new businesses Uh, In July of 19, I started my own business called Scentsy Marketing Maven, dedicated to helping small businesses grow to the next level.
1: And that's where we are today. Excellent. Before we dive into today's topic, let's start with a quick overview of the basics so we can establish some context for our listeners who may not know all that much about social media. So let's start with a real simple definition, Casey. What is social media?
2: Social media is a place for people to be social online. It's a place where people congregate to speak and to listen. And that's what companies and brands need to do, speak and listen. I think oftentimes the listening part is missing on the brand side of things, Um Companies need to focus on listening to what their target audience is saying online, Um, listen to what they're asking for, listen to what they're complaining about, listen to what your competitors are doing and not doing, Um, what are your potential customers, your potential shared customers saying about them, and also... Let's pay attention to the social part, right? It's social media. Um, that means it's a social community. It means as a brand being social, not only just sharing information about your company on a regular basis, but also you know, useful information about your industry and liking other people's posts and commenting on other people's posts. It means, you know, being a part of the community and not just pushing out, pushing out your own stuff all the time, basically.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. Talk about the social media platforms that are out there today. It seems like new ones have been added. Some have fallen by the wayside, like MySpace that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. What (laughs) are the most popular ones available today?
2: So... To anyone paying attention, video is becoming the latest and greatest. Um, And with that, TikTok is reigning king. And I think it's actually scaring uh, Facebook, who also owns Instagram. Um, That's why in the past year or so, Instagram came out with Reels, which are basically short videos just like you see on TikTok. And TikTok announced they're lengthening the maximum video time to 10 minutes, where it used to be three minutes. Why do you ask? My opinion is it's to take on YouTube <laughs> because YouTube is, you know, lengthier videos. So the big three for video are TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Then, of course, you've got Facebook, which, as I said earlier, has been around since 2004. Um, But if you talk to the younger generation, they want nothing to do with Facebook, Mm -hmm. which is now known as Meta, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the future of that platform is up in the air. But right now, obviously, it still has its audience. It still has millions and millions of people using it every day. Um, But it changes its algorithm on a regular basis. So um, it right now prioritizes uh, group content. So if you're in any of the Facebook groups, um, any posts to the groups are prioritized in your newsfeed, as well as any of your friends and family posts are prioritized. Company content, organization content is not. Um, So as far as a company, Facebook has its limits unless you're adding social media advertising in with it. Um, there's also a platform called Nextdoor, which is centered around neighborhood zip codes and it features a newsfeed as well and offers free business pages, uh, and two free business posts per month. Plus the ability to purchase advertising to zip codes around your business and send out deals and specials to those zip codes. So that's something that I've seen a lot more small businesses interested in. Um, and if you're in the B2B space, business to business, there's LinkedIn, which has recently added uh, live video capabilities like Facebook. Uh, but you have to meet certain criteria for that at this time. But it offers advertising capabilities as well to broaden your reach, Uh and has you know, sponsored posts, in-mail ads, and more. It also has event posts if you're doing any kind of online seminar or something to that effect. And then there's Reddit, which is an online community of getting answers to questions. That's the way I like to pose it. So if you want like online discussion groups, um, that's a good place to be. And those are the ones that I tend to get involved with. There's always new ones coming out all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but as far as businesses, um, doing posting and advertising, those are the ones that I've seen a lot of, um, use at this time.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think that's a great overview. I, in the interest of our listeners, I want to be real clear about terms. I know operational definitions are really important. So, will you define for us three terms? One is social channel, the other is social media presence, and then I want you to to uh, uh, define the term algorithm that you used a, a minute ago. In fact, let's start with that one. What's an algorithm?
2: Uh, It's basically the code, the secret code. um, (laughs) The secret sauce. Yeah, the secret that we don't know um, that the platform developers have implemented that prioritizes content in the way that you see it on the platform. So, for example... I'll give you another example. Oh, and I forgot Twitter in my definition of platforms a minute ago. Sorry about that. That one's been around forever as well. Um, It used to be, Twitter used to be chronological. So it was whatever was posted the most recent, that's what you saw come up in your newsfeed right now. And then the next one that posted recent. But Twitter changed its algorithm. (laughs) So that's not the way it is anymore. (laughs) So that's what I'm talking about is these um, these platform developers are constantly changing how you see postings on their platforms. And if you don't continuously read up on that and keep up with that, then your um, strategy for using that platform might not work anymore. You might not be, be getting as much reach and use a, of the tool as you could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that keeping
1: up on that can be a pretty heavy lift, I think, for the, the, the time-stressed small business owner. So let's mm-hmm. look at the other two definitions. The term social channel is something that a small business owner will hear. What does that mean?
2: It's basically just another term for social media platform. Okay. What about the term social media presence? What does that mean? So having social media presence as a company, as a brand, means having a brand page on all the social media platforms where your target audience hangs out. And also not only having uh, a page there, but being active on the platforms regularly. Just having a Facebook page isn't enough. If the page hasn't had a post made in two years, just having the page isn't helpful to you as a business. So the key, once again, as previously mentioned, is to be social on the social media channel. Um, Having a presence is posting on a regular basis basis creating your own interesting shareable content sharing others content and commenting on others content
1: yeah yeah okay now the whole the, the name of this episode is are you on the wrong social channels and i want to shift the conversation to that it, based on your experience what are the telltale signs that a business owner has chosen the wrong social channels
2: And and I feel bad that I'm not really going to answer that question because um, I don't often see that. What I see is more of a I don't have time to post or I don't know what to post or when to post situation. Um, Or if they are posting, it's a lack of appropriate hashtag use to help the content gain traction across the platform. And get in front of people who don't follow the brand currently. Um, this is where me as a marketing person that um, hiring someone like me, like any kind of marketing consultant, would really help a business get on track with social media because you know they do the hashtag research. They can brainstorm a social media posting calendar. Um, They can sit down and pull all the the topics out of your head that you want to put out there, but you can't can't seem to do it when you sit down to a blank page. I often have seen that with a lot of my small business clients. Um, They have a lot of information in there. You do. You know a lot about your industry. You know a lot about um, the clients that you're serving and you know what they need and what will help them. It's just, Sometimes it gets a little intimidating sitting down to, you know, a blank page and not having a clue how to start writing. And that's where um, having someone sit down with you and helping you brainstorm and helping you put together a a content calendar can help. Um, And they also might probably do have connections to someone who can help you do videos. As I said before, video is becoming the new Thing for marketing your business and they don't even have to be really expensive or professionally done necessarily. You know, they can be done with your iPhone (laughs) if you really are low budget, you know. Um, But maybe spending a couple hours with someone to to help you get a couple months worth of content down to get you started thinking in the right way, that might be helpful. Um, But... I often see, like I've said before, that they may have a Facebook page, but it, it literally is just sitting there, um, and they don't know how to use it properly.
1: Yeah, in, in my opinion, the telltale signs that a, that a business owner is on the wrong social channels comes from knowing your audience, okay? Yeah. So if, if you don't know who you're going after and where they hang out, All right. Then then you're likely to, you know, think, hmm, my audience is people 65 and older. Maybe I should be on TikTok. That's the latest. That's the hottest thing. I should be there. And so I think I think the risk for business owners who haven't thought about who they're talking to yeah um, those are the ones that are most at risk of choosing the wrong social channels the the, the whatever the bright shiny thing that comes along they might want to do that of course maybe they don't have the time or the energy or the resources or the know-how to take advantage of it but it's kind of like you know certain businesses are the right ones to advertise on the back of a of a bathroom stall door in a restaurant you know <laughs> and not and some aren't so so to me it all starts with knowing who your target markets are, what are their needs, and being able to speak to them um, relative to their problems and how you solve those problems. And once you know that, to it, when you couple that with knowledge of the social platforms available and who they're targeting, then it's easy to figure out where you need to be, which social channels you need to be on. And that's where a business owner could really benefit from working with someone like you or someone like me or anybody who who spends their life on these social channels.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. And I also think in my experience that some people don't take the time to sit and think about who their target audience is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I do website analytics, uh, for clients. And I will always give demographic information and some of them are shocked when I tell them, you know, the ages of the people that are coming to their website, they really, you know, yeah. Um, so I think a lot of times they, they Keep their minds in the big picture status and don't dive down into the into the specifics. Yeah, I, I
1: I would agree with that. And I would also say that that it's a lot of people who start businesses, they're thinking about what they offer like okay this is the thing that i offer and I, and and they don't think about the fact that their target markets whoever they are will need to connect the dots between their problem that maybe mm-hmm. they don't even realize they have and the mm-hmm. solution i call that the 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 big shift or the big pivot mm-hmm. when i'm when i'm working with clients it's like taking their message and spinning it around so it's not just a business owner saying hey this is what i do and i'm really good at it and, and shifting it around to, this is the problem that I solve yes. for you and how I do it better than anyone else. And once you have that, to me, it's yes. the whole the social equation is just so much easier um, That is solve. the key
2: to marketing, what you just said. Yeah. yeah, it is. And I think that a lot of times people think of sales and marketing as the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Um I always say marketing is casting a wide net continuously behind the scenes to catch as many fish as possible that might be interested in your product or service. And we reel them in. And then we let the sales folks pick out the big fish that are your qualified leads and then toss back the little fish that don't really, you know, apply to, to who you're trying to sell to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And to convert yeah.
1: those big fish into customers who are then right. enthusiastic, you know, fans and referrers of the business.
2: Right, exactly. And I just think that they're missing that key piece of, of marketing, like you said, is It's telling someone how your product or service solves a pain point for them, Mm -hmm. yeah, and not just like you said, um, "Here's what I do." (laughs) Yeah,
1: that is so much of the work that I do with my clients. The kinds Mm -hmm. of, oh, in in fact, so much of the work that I've done over the years has been with clients or business owners who are offering something new. Mm. And they and they don't know how to explain it in market-facing terms, and and so that can make the social um, question a really hard one to answer. But I, I want to come back to our our conversation here, Casey. What are some of the things that our listeners might want to do to go about choosing the social channels that are right for their
2: business? Okay. So I thought a lot about this, and I think, and I've done this actually for some of my clients, is a great way is to send out an email survey to your current customer list and ask them what platforms they're currently using. Have them rank them in order of the amount of time they spend on them every week, and then you'll you are they're already customers of yours correct so then you know that they are going to be interested in your product or service and then that their answers will tell you what platforms you should be targeting
1: yeah that's a great idea Mm -hmm.
2: anything else um just research as you said earlier just research on you know your it, once you nail down who your target audience is look into the different platforms and what makes sense for your business to be on okay i mean there's a lot of information out there on google it's a google search away um yeah. that'll yeah. give you <laughs> thing is to google search away. Right? Uh if you if you want a DIY, that is my recommendation. Uh there's a lot of different um blogs out there that are are good to read up on um podcasts about it. I like Social Media Examiner. That is a good one. They offer social media world uh, every year to keep people up to date on what the newest and greatest does for social media. Um, so you can either read things or listen to things, however you learn the best and um, find out what would work for you, and also trial and error too. Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: just looking at the results of the things that you do, and if there's no engagement, then there's your answer. Okay. This, this, so much good information packed into this episode. Uh, Casey, what is the biggest mistake that business owners who are new to social media make?
2: The one thing. I can't have two. <laughs> okay. You can have two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the first one I already mentioned, but it deserves saying again um, Creating pages on social media platforms and then not utilizing them. I feel it's even worse than not being on a platform at all. Totally because if a, Yeah, if a client comes to your Facebook page and sees no posts or sees one post from five years ago, they're really not going to have a good opinion of you. Versus if they can't find you on Facebook, you know, but they find your website your www.whateveryourcompanynameis.com it's not going to have a negative perception I don't feel so that's number one number two I see time and time again is especially for smaller companies that don't have large marketing budgets is hiring a student intern whether it be high school or college to do their social media. And I'll have a couple reasons for that. Um, one wrong move from an intern can tarnish a company's reputation online forever. Anything online stays forever. And do these students know how to use social media platforms better than their elder bosses? Probably. However, do they know how to use them for business purposes? No, they don't. And they don't have the business acumen, the experience of being in the business world enough to know what shouldn't be said. And so... By handing over the keys to such an important thing to um, a student because you can pay them, you know, minimum wage or whatever per hour. I think that's just the wrong move to make because if they do something that offends someone online um, or tarnishes your reputation online, it, like I said before, it's there forever. <laughs> so that mm, would is. that would be my my biggest mistake. Okay. Answer.
1: Yeah, perfect. I, I, I agree with both of those. So now it's time for our key takeaway for this episode. Casey, what is the one, the single most important thing that business owners need to know or do when it comes to choosing social channels? And it, this might be something you've already mentioned, but what is the one thing?
2: Actually, I don't think I've mentioned it. Ooh, consistency consistency is key okay once you've dialed in where your clients hang out online you need to be consistently active on those social media platforms that means if not daily multiple times a week of interacting. It doesn't necessarily mean writing your own content and posting that every single day. You know, it could mean an industry association that you're a member of sharing their post from that day to your page, you know, um, also commenting on the association's post, something to that effect. But being active, being out there, being seen consistently online not, oh, once a month. Oh, I haven't posted to Facebook this month. I guess I should. that That's not it. For social media to work for you, you have to dedicate time daily to market your business using the tools. That is
1: beautiful advice, Casey. Okay. If somebody wants more information about your company or they want to work with you, how can they find you?
2: Well, you can go to my website and send me a message. It comes directly to my work email. Uh my website is www.cincymarketingmaven.com. That's C I N C Y M A R K E T I N G M A V E N.com. And also I have company, uh, profiles on LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Casey, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a great conversation.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Gayla. It's been a pleasure to be here.
1: Do you hate your logo? If the answer is yes, Enter Crash Course Marketing Academy's Logo Rehab Drawing for your chance to win a free brand analysis, a basic brand style guide, and a fresh new logo. This $2,000 value can be yours absolutely free. If you're the winner, the rehabilitation of your visual brand will be the topic of a special video episode of the Crash
2: Course Marketing Academy podcast. To enter, visit CrashCourseMarketingAcademy.com slash Logo Rehab. Logo Rehab. It's time for an intervention.
0: Thank you for listening to the Crash Course Marketing Academy podcast. If you enjoyed the show, why not leave a review? It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback. And speaking of feedback, if there's a topic you would like Gayla to address on the podcast, let us know. Just drop us an email at info at Academy.com. The Crash Course Marketing Academy podcast will be back next week with more straight talk about marketing your small business. Until then...